Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. To the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley, and I'm here with my good friend and cohort, Mr. Clayton V. Claw Harris. Good afternoon, Clayton. How's it going, Drake? It is going fine, and, and it's a beautiful day, and everything's right in Tennessee. The Titans held on, uh, held on <laughs> to, to, to beat the. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Raiders. Um, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. Yesterday, twenty four twenty two, and when I say held on, I mean barely held on. But they 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 did, and uh, the Vols got a, got away with a victory and against their hated rivals, the Florida Gators and uh, MTSU. The Blue Raiders, kind of they they were an underdog. Were they not an underdog going in that game? Big they, underdog, and that, their first uh, win against a ranked opponent in school history. Oh my God! Well, you know everybody's everybody should be in a pretty good mood football wise across in, the state of Tennessee. In, in right? a in a game that was dominated by MTSU, wasn't even close really ever. Well, there you go. There, there you go. Just like that, just like that Chargers, uh, Chargers game we talked about earlier yesterday morning, and that was never close. I got to ask you about this before we get started. Okay, what about that scene Friday night? That atmosphere. Oh, the scene. Okay, what, so, what about the fireworks and the pyrotechnics? Okay, so those of you that don't know, um, WKOM one hundred one point seven, the Murray County Public School Systems, along with numerous other uh, commercial uh, sponsors, but one of the main ones being Columbia Chrysler. Um, with their Strive to Drive program. They sponsor a game day type show that we do before the game of the week. And the game and the game of the week is a Murray County Public School football game. So um, last week was we were at Columbia Central High School because the Mount Pleasant Tigers which for people that don't know is in Murray County and they they paid a visit to Lindsey Nelson Stadium there next to the Columbia Central High School uh, uh, school uh, next to high school in the Murray County Park and um, on Jim Cartwright Field and it was a big deal because the Tigers were coming in 4-0 undefeated and the Columbia Central Lions were a little coming in limping a little bit yeah. at 1-4 I think and uh, so I, I, I felt as though the Tigers smelled a little blood in the water you know they were kind of circling i felt as though this might be the year to uh take care of some business and then a little bit of payback of, of maybe a few years of, of you know whatever even though they had only played renewed slot rivalry last year right but uh you know with the turnout and you're talking about the turnout the crowd was unreal and we're talking over 5000 people that was just what they sold prior to the gates opening okay so I think probably another 1000 maybe so let's say let's say 6000 you know and that that's that's for a high school football game in Murray County Tennessee and that's 
you know that's not uh it's not Brentwood Academy Innsworth it's not uh, you know it's not these large large schools in Murfreesboro it's not Siegel Blackman it's not Riverdale Oakland right you know it's it, it, it it's Columbia Central versus Mount Pleasant High School and they had 6000 people the <laughs> Alabama A&M band was there putting, the maroon and white the yes. maroon and white band was pr- putting on a hell of a show oh, it's unbelievable. at halftime uh there were pyrotechnics fireworks in there <laughs> yeah. I mean you know it was it was really really and if any any of you all that 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 are listening right now that went uh you can back us up on this it was the real deal Absolutely. Um, Go to Chaz Mulder, Mayor Chaz Mulder's Facebook page. He has a great picture of the fireworks show. It it was unbelievable. Right. And we had both mayors, uh, Bill White from uh, Mount Pleasant, and we had Mayor Chaz Mulder there. And we did our uh, game day show that starts every Friday at 530 and runs pretty much up until game time at 7, depending on what Murray County High School we're at. Now, it'll be one of three. Correct. It'll be either Spring Hill, Mount Pleasant, or Columbia Central. Correct. Uh, now, the game day, the, the game of the week we have done already this year, we've broadcast already this year, was Columbia Academy. Correct. And that's where the game of the week will be at this Friday. It oh. will be at Columbia Academy. The game day crew will be set up again at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Okay. Okay. So, that's what's going on there. Now, let's get down to business. Uh, real quick, the... NHL preseason started, and the the Predators. I mean, it's September twenty sixth, and preseason NHL. The Predators are at uh, the Florida Panthers, and they are down one to zero after the first period. I saw that coming into the station, so that's a little update on the Predators. Um, let's see what else is going on. Aaron Judge, his home run count is at sixty, and it has been at sixty for three games now and uh, he's got 12 games left to tie and then break basically hit two home runs um and i'm sure you probably get odds on that somewhere i, I you know I, mean, I guarantee you somebody william hill sportsbook or caesars or somebody you, if you looked hard enough you could find it probably find a bet on that mm-hmm. and i don't know how to bet i would probably bet that he would break it but you know what i mean maybe the, an over under on a number m- Probably so, yeah. but you know, the closer you get to the end, the uh, more pressure. Yeah, and you <laughs> that start, starts to build. You, you start, start pressing too. That's right, yeah. and and uh, so that's interesting to see how Aaron Judge now he is also in the run for the Triple Crown, which you know he's leading the uh, major leagues in home runs with sixty. Obviously, um, he has a hundred and leading in with one hundred and twenty eight RBIs. And his batting average. So the triple crown is home runs, RBIs, and batting average. And he's batting three fifteen. And the person right behind him plays for the Red Sox, and that's Xander Bogarts, uh, who's hitting right at three fourteen. So that that's yet to be seen and will be determined in the in the final twelve games too, which is something to keep an eye on. Uh the Cleveland Guardians which used so to, weird. Which used to be the Indians. Yes. Uh and do and and Due to the dismay of many Ohioans, I'm sure that they changed their name from the Indians to the Guardians. But Sunday they they beat the Texas Rangers and clinched a playoff berth. So they're they're in there with they're twelve in. with twelve games together on September fourth. Now get this, folks. Cleveland on September fourth was tied with the White Sox uh, for first place in their division. 
they win seven straight games on starting on the 4th of September. And then they win their next 18 out of 21 games. And right now they are they have a Tim they go from tied on September 1st to a 10 game lead 3 weeks later. Well, and the White Sox have been equally bad. It's oh, bad. Okay. I mean, so they, they, so they've yeah. lost 18 out of 21 or something. They, they, or something they like haven't that. been good. I'll put you that way. That's, so, that's how they got that 10 game lead. Uh, well, the the next and and upcoming and, and we're still not not in the postseason yet, but upcoming regular season, they the Guardians of Cleveland has a three game series with the Tampa Bay Rays, which could be a preview of the first round of the playoffs, the wild card, coming, yeah. Right, coming up. Now, uh, you know, and and I'm sure by all, since they've already clinched, you probably won't see the best of the best. They'll probably be giving some guys some rest, and and the, they won't show Tampa Bay all their cards, so to speak, uh, in that little three game series they have. Uh, okay, yesterday afternoon we got to talk about this at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. The Seattle Mariners were playing. Uh, the Royals. And there are two players for each team. They're both pitchers. Robbie Ray for Seattle and a guy named Luke Weaver who's a, who's a reliever. Uh, he plays for Kansas City. So, you know, and if you guys can picture, been to watch the Braves or been to a Braves game or, or any major league baseball park, they come, the players come up and they stand up and they stand out kind of on the field during the national anthem and they take off their caps and hold it over their hearts, right? Right, right down each foul line. Yes. Right, right, right. Well, they did that on Sunday. And then after, after the national anthem was over, uh, Weaver the, for Kansas City and on one baseline, on one foul line, foul line, uh, and then on the opposite, foul line was Robbie Ray, a Seattle pitcher, and they remained on those foul lines and all the other players left and they, they, they had what they called a standoff. And I didn't I didn't know this was really such a thing. But these two guys stood there with their hats on their hearts, kind of frozen, uh, and as they stared at each other across across the way. Now they know each other because they played they both played for the Arizona Diamondbacks in the 19, 2019 and 2020 seasons, but they stood there and basically had a standoff stare down. And that as and then as they stood there and stood there, teammates were coming out and and kind of tallying off their brow and the sweat and kind of cheering them on. And they stood there and they stood there. Well, the re- the umpires got ready to. You know they were ready for the first pitch. the 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 starting pitcher was out there, and he took his so many warm up throws. You know, and they're ready for the first pitch of the game. And these two guys are still standing out on the foul lines, having this standoff. So the umpires from from the first base and the middle field umpire and the third base umpire they all they all get together and they come down to the home plate and they stand there and they're talking trying to figure out what to do and as they're as they're talking these two guys are still standing out there and so the game has probably been delayed by oh three to five minutes from its starting time so the umpires get together and guess what they did they just ejected both their butt. <laughs> they ejected both their butts right off. Right. I wonder right. how much that cost each of them. I don't know. Probably I, a lot. I, if I was the manager, I'd be ticked off. Especially, 
Especially with one of my relievers getting ejected. Well, and and I'm telling you, they ejected both their butts square out of the ball game, God. and they were gone. Um, and I'm not really sure. The article that I was reading about never really said who won the standoff, so I guess we'll give you an update. There'll on that. probably be an ESPN thirty for thirty on it one day. So, <laughs> we'll yeah. give you, we'll give you an update uh, somewhere. I guess. And and Clayton and I, uh, you know, we're talking. Uh, and Florida's gone up two zero two nothing with sixteen nineteen to go in the. Uh, I'll check that. No, I'm sorry. Florida is now up two to one with fifteen eighteen in the second period. Um, but uh, we were talking about Major League Baseball and the configure since the last collective bargaining agreement. The the the. Uh, Wild cards kind of changed. I, I want to say, um, let's see here. We might remember that. Let me read this to you. As a part of the collective bargaining agreement that ended the lockout, the team owners and players expanded the postseason. There are now six teams from each league. Correct. Three division winners and three wild card teams, right? They've expanded the playoffs. That means a new path to the World Series. Uh, so, with that being said, um, in the American League, Houston is it's Houston's clinched. Um, Cheaters. Uh, the New York Yankees uh, postseason berth has clinched. They the, the Houston clinched the West. The Yankees have cl- clinched a berth. Uh, into the postseason. And the wild card series, uh, as of right now, would be Cleveland versus the Seattle Mariners. Wild cards, the other wild card series would be Toronto Blue Jays versus Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, but still in the run, you know, the Orioles are four games back of the wild card, and the Chicago White Sox, seven and a half games at the back of the wild card. But we're only talking about, we're 12 games to go. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're mathematically possible but probably improbable Um, correct in the national league the los angeles dodgers uh they've 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 clinched the west by far um uh, the number two seed the mets have got a postseason berth but they're in a hell of a fight with the braves in that division still and in the wild card series st louis would play the phillies and atlanta who has also clinched the postseason berth would play the San Diego Padres. And still in the running are the Brewers, one half back of the wild card, six and a half games back of the Central, and the Giants, eight and a half games back of the wild card with a 12 to go. Um, so that's what's going on in the major leagues. We're going to talk Tennessee-Florida football when we come back. And Clayton's got a little bone to pick with the ball, so don't. It's just talk. a warning. It's a, a warning. It's a warning. It's an alert. It's a it's a spoiler alert, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Clayton. Give us a couple of minutes. We'll be right back. Hello. 
Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Folks, Miles Johnson and Barry Rankin are your hometown grocers right here at Foodland in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. It's right here on West 7th Street. There's plenty of parking and it's easy to get in and out. Miles Johnson, you've got a new sale ad out this week. You got prices good Wednesday, September 21st through Tuesday, September 27th. Give us some of the highlights. We have Boston Butt Pork Roast, $1.99 a pound. Black Label Bacon, $4.99 each. 
green cabbage for 49 cents a pound. Idaho potatoes, eight pound bags, $3.99. That's really good. Nestle Pure Life Water, 24 pack, three for 10. And also Sun Drop, six pack, two for seven. And folks, that's not all of it. This is a two page circular full of specials. You can get one in today's paper or there's one there at the front desk at Foodland. Miles and Barry are your hometown grocers. Miles, talk about your days and hours. Oh, we're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. All right, folks, have a great week up there at Foodland. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Barry Duke. Join Drake Conley and I for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, sponsored by the Murray County School System and Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. It all starts at 5.30 on Friday evenings, right before our Game of the Week. Our Game of the Week starts at 6.55 and kickoff with Coach Mike and I at 7 o'clock. All on 101.7 WKOM. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. To the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and this is Clayton the Claw with me. And we are enjoying a beautiful Monday afternoon right here on West 7th Street, live at the WKOM 101.7 studios. And we're talking sports. Um, we just got through talking about a little major league baseball action that's coming up. And, you know, the postseason is beginning October. 13th? Is that what it Something is? Something like that, maybe. So, right first week of October now. Um, and runs through the first week of November. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I guess they're going to start calling them Boys of November. Um, I guess. They used to be, you know, Reggie Jackson, I don't know, Mr. O- Mr. November, Mr. October, Mr. November. But anyway, um, let's see. This past weekend, we were talking about how, how everybody in Tennessee's so happy MTSU pulls a big upset and beats a ranked team for the first time ever. 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 They were 0-26 or 0-29. They have beat yeah. history. They have beat history and they have beat a ranked team. So congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to the Blue Raiders. The whole thing about Miami being back, uh, let's just tap the brakes on that uh, Yeah, might, probably so. And um, so uh, the Blue Raiders pull off a big upset. The Vols. Uh, well, let's go. Let's let, let's let's go to the Titans next. The Titans score twenty four points. Just first, first, no big deal. First, first three touches they get: touchdown, 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 punt, field goal. Into the into the first half, and then they got the pillows out and the blankets, and they laid down and they went to sleep in the second half. I mean, that's about the only way. I don't. I don't know. Raiders adjusted. Titans did not. I mean, did, did, is it a matter of pulling the foot off the gas? I mean, is that, is that what you guys think out there? Nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one. Yeah, that's fine. Texas, let us Texas. Know. What you, you know, if you're riding around or you want to, you want to put a, put a comment in, and you hear whether you're up in uh, Franklin, Nashville, uh, wherever you are in the in the Middle Tennessee area, and you hear us, you can shoot us a text and and comment whether we're good, bad, or in. 
or indifferent and uh at nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one but I mean the Titans, God bless them. They, you know, they, it seems like they can't get out of their own way. I mean, I, I fully at the end of that game, I don't know how many, how many of you all listening to this, uh, just fully expect them to have get get tied up there at the end. By I, mean, I did, yeah, nah, yeah, no, no doubt. You you thought if they could find a way to blow it, they were going to do it. And then and I thought for sure if we if 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 the Raiders tie this game up, they we are going into overtime, and the Raiders are going to win this ball game because we couldn't do anything offensively in the second half, and it's not like we're just going to magically start doing something in overtime, right? right? I mean, no, I agree, I, I completely agree. So, um, but uh, you know, they held on, and God bless them. They're they got the monkey off their back. They're one and two. The Raiders are zero and three, and you know they spent a lot of money on Devontae Adams, and they you know Devontae and Derek Carr played together at Fresno or was it yeah Fresno State? Was it Fresno State? I can't. Yeah, that's where David Carr went. Derek Carr's brother. It's one of those. It's one. It's it's one of those. It's one of those state little. California State colleges out there, but anyway, right. they played together. They played together in college, and they reunited them. Thing that you know got him away from Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, and Green Bay cut him loose. And um, you know, maybe it's going to take some time for those guys. But you know, zero and three in a brand new shiny stadium and in the in Sin City. I mean, they're they're clamoring for a winner out there. Yeah, Mark, Mark Davis is not going to be happy about the Owens. No, stuff. I mean, you know, and, and if you look at Mark Davis, I don't know how many I mean, he just he, if you've ever seen Mark Davis recently, I'm not sure the guy has that many years left <laughs> on this earth. Uh so anyway, um now, the Vols. Uh the Vol hey. What was that final? 38 33. 38 33. Okay. The newly number eight ranked Tennessee Vols. Well, I'm a little bit ticked off. You know, I'm a little bit ticked off because of that trash touchdown by Florida, <laughs> Florida that cost me the 11 point spread and cost me a, you know, a little change that I had bet on the Vols. You know, I, I, I told people Friday that I felt as though this was the Vols' chance to uh, get out from behind that eight ball they have been putting themselves behind for 16 years now by losing early to the florida gators uh in their season and and being having a loss in that division and having to climb back out of the cellar or depend on other teams to lose that are ahead of them georgia lose and for lose which is not a very good bet uh nowadays right. uh, especially nowadays with kirby smart down there and the way georgia's playing so the vols although for them as paul feinbaum called them last week the new alabama you know talking about georgia they didn't look like alabama when they gave up 22 points at home to kent state well, in a 39 22 win i'm with you on that i mean that that, that feinbaum's a joke i mean i, I like I, don't get me wrong i like paul feinbaum okay but he loves to instigate and aggravate alabama fans well, he's, ma- he's he made a living doing it for 30 Absolutely plus years he does and he doesn't like anything better than tammy and uh, and, and earl god, and god rest her soul joe bob and billy no with us billy corn cob and all those other guys to be calling down there and you know hey paul what you doing my paul phyllis, paul. phyllis from olga was the best caller ever <laughs> she hated philip fulmer <laughs> Phyllis from Olga. Oh my God! So you know, and so whether Georgia—I mean—is is Georgia the new Alabama? I mean, it, it, you know, to be I determined. Mean, 
absolutely. Now, you know, and God bless Vanderbilt. Thank you. Thank you, uh, all you anchor down folks to go down that went down Tuscaloosa. And I didn't think it would be that bad. I didn't think it would be 55 to three. I thought, I thought Vanderbilt watching them earlier this year and already having three wins and winning their and, and beating the Las Vegas win total of three of two and a half games, uh, and already having three wins. And they looked like they could score a few points. I thought I thought they might put fourteen to seventeen points on the board. Had they done that, right, they would have covered the forty point spread. But they only put up a put up a a field goal. I mean, that's it. They beat a terrible Hawaii and Elon teams. And who was their third win against? <laughs> uh, Northern Illinois. Mm. Yeah, at Northern. But I'm going to tell. And Clay and I were talking about this earlier. Let me tell you something, folks. The worst teams in college football, the worst teams in college football is Elon, Hawaii, Boston College, and probably Northwestern. Um, Northwestern. You probably throw Northern Northern Illinois in there if you wanted to. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, mean, if you guys just just kind of pull up their their records, I mean, they're they're pretty bad. They're uh, not very good. No, they're not very good. So, but back to Tennessee. We okay, talk okay, to- okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, back- okay, okay, back to Tennessee. Okay. So, go ahead. Go. I mean, you wanted to you wanted to alert all the all the big orange Vol fans out there listening that you know have these sugar plum fairies dancing in their heads and doing you know and and you know Christmas is almost here and this early in the season and everything's great and wonderful and rainbows and unicorns and glitters are just shooting out of people's rear ends up in up in Knoxville what do you see truly happening? Okay, they're 4-0. All right, they're off to a great start. They're going to go into October undefeated for the first time in who knows when, okay, because they, okay. they got a bye this week. All right. But would you not agree that the two toughest teams on their schedule so far have been Pittsburgh and Florida? I mean, you had Ball State, and who was the other team they played? Uh, Akron. Akron. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we can agree that Pittsburgh and Florida were their two toughest opponents so far. Okay, just – Listen to these numbers, okay? Pittsburgh outgained Tennessee in total yardage 416 to 415 in that game. Florida outgained Tennessee 594 to 576, okay? If the Slovis kid plays in the second half against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh may win that game. Right. Uh, I mean, they had a third, a second or third string quarterback, that Patty kid, uh, that forced them into overtime. All right, so Tennessee, listen to this number. They rank number 96 out of 131 Division One teams in total defense, giving up 407 yards a what game. What number? Hold on, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. 96 out of? 131. Okay. They rank 128 in passing defense, allowing 309 yards a game in the air. So somebody that can throw and catch the ball. And this is, I mean, yeah, they, I mean somebody, these somebody are, like an Alabama against against Tennessee or Mississippi or, State. Because again, these aren't against teams that have prolific passing offenses. Florida is really a kind of a a read option team. No, and, and but but now I will say I, I feel as though that AR um, quarterback AR fifteen. Uh, Mr. Richardson for Florida probably had the best game of the year for them. Uh, Saturday. Wait, I mean, is, I mean, is it uh, him or is it, or is it the defense? Because look at this. He passed for 453 yards and two touchdowns and rushed for 62 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. To me, 
no no offense to Hendon Hooker, but he probably statistically outplayed him. Well, absolutely, but, but, but absolutely, but. By contrast, Kentucky held Richardson to 143 passing yards and only four rushing yards, and that game was played at Florida. So, well, you know that defense, that secondary. We heard Tony Basilio talking about it before we came on the air. Suspect, suspect is is an understatement. Shootouts, <laughs> and here's the thing: they got great news, and we'll break this story now for all those riding home. It has been announced that the Tennessee LSU game a week from this upcoming Saturday will be a 11 a.m. game in Baton Rouge. How, 11 a.m. What an advantage that's going to be to play that game during the day against an. And this is just my opinion. I don't think LSU has the offense to keep. No, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't either. LSU has always has terrific athletes, and uh, you know, and and. And with terrific athletes, you can you can build a good, solid defense. But you really have to have quality skill players, I think, in college to Division One, especially the SEC, in order to be a a stout or, or quality offense. I mean, you know, something that you really have to game plan for. I don't think LSU can get in a track meet with Tennessee no. and win, and and win that offensively. However. I do think if Tennessee comes up against a very good quality defense, uh, good quality defensive backs, a defense that can play man to man, right, that can bring pressure on, and Hooker. they they have, they've probably yet to run up against somebody like that. I don't think Florida had. I don't think Florida had that type. They I mean, had showed I, it up to this point. I mean, obviously, they Tennessee had what five hundred something yards or some whatever the did five seventy four. What do you? Yeah. So, T- Tennessee uh, ended up with. Uh, let's see here. They ended up with five seventy six, and Florida ended up with five ninety four, which is almost six hundred yards. So what we're saying, what what we're what we're really saying, uh, is give give peace a chance. No, no, no. What we're what we're saying. Is it enjoy it? Four and zero is great. Congratulations! Um, and I think they'll be five and zero. And I think come October fifteenth, you're going to have an undefeated Alabama team against probably an undefeated Tennessee team in Knoxville. In Knoxville, and um, you know we we've, we've been down this road before. Yes, it's been a long time it, since that, yes. that that has happened. But um, it, it more than likely is going to happen, and uh, so take every all you've all and just take everything. Enjoy with, it, enjoy it, and take everything with a grain of salt. And don't you know? Don't get too far out over your skis because you might start to tumble down the hill, and that's not going to be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, you know, we're going to talk about the Heisman Trophy on the backside. I think there's, I think there's two guys right now that's that's running. I think Bryce Young. Uh, who will be the only back-to-back winner since Archie Griffin, 74-75, if he wins it this year uh, for Alabama. And probably C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for Ohio State. Of course, Ohio State needs to play someone also. Uh, I don't think – I think Wisconsin is way down um, this year. and uh, But I think those two, Stroud and uh, Young, are – Right now, separating themselves from the field as far as Heisman trophies, and with Oklahoma getting beat, my dark horse uh, uh, Dylan Gabriel took it on the chin this past weekend from Kansas State, and I mean they got they just got manhandled by Kansas State at home. Hey, and Hendon Hooker is up to the fourth favorite in Vegas right now. 
Really? Can you believe that? Well, you know that you know what that's going to come down to. Third, third Saturday in October. Absolutely. Right? October and then also a matchup in Athens in November. There you go. Okay. That music's going to take a break. I'm going to come back with a Magic 8 ball for tonight's Monday night football game. The Magic 8 ball. We had not even talked about it. The Magic 8 ball has been on absolutely on fire. It's it's still a little warm from the weekend. I, 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 I can handle it, but it's still a little warm. So this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Here we go. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy. He's less stressed. And he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house. He's getting some exercise. And he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Tennessee high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Clayton. That is Bruno. We got Bruno in the house talking about a little 24-carat magic. Like that magic eight ball, like baby. The, like the magic eight ball. And I'm telling y'all, if you haven't kept up with the magic eight ball and what the magic eight ball has been telling us over the past couple of weeks, you need to, you need to turn up your radio and you need to pay attention because uh, the magic eight ball has been uh, on yeah. – on fire in fuego in, in fuego muy caliente I'm senorita i'm telling you so um we're gonna have a magic eight ball pick right before we get out of here uh probably 15 14 minutes or so but we're gonna talk about what went on in the nfl yesterday and of course we know most of you that uh, in this area um probably watch the titans or you know they they held on uh, for a twenty four twenty two victory at home against the Las Vegas Raiders and the Titans are one and two, and the Raiders are are zero and three and Josh McDaniels who was who's tagged a offensive genius um, has not won a game as a head coach since November fourteenth two thousand and ten. So that's unbelievable. That, so that's the last time that I, I assume he was a head coach, and he probably had. His, it was at Denver, yeah. And then he left Denver and probably became offensive coordinator. Went back, went back to New England. Okay, you remember now, who his quarterback was, don't you? Who's that? His, in his last win? Who was that? Who was that? One Tim Tebow. Are you serious? Oh yeah. 
Remember Tebow won good. a Tebow actually won a playoff that game from a game. He beat the Steelers in you a know, wild card game. Alabama made you know Alabama, University of Alabama made Tim Tebow cry. You know that, don't you? Oh, I know that. Oh, after, yeah. after that SEC championship. Hey, game. you don't know how close Alabama was to getting him. And thank goodness we didn't, because if we did, we would have still had Mike Shula. Oh, my and God. And Saban could be at Notre Dame or something. Oh, my God. I, I had nightmares about that. But anyway, uh, the Raiders are 0-3. And, you know, in the AFC West, 0-3, that's pretty much it's a, over, de- yeah. that's a death sentence. Yeah, it's over. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know what to tell them. I mean, I really don't. But uh, I've got a good friend from Oakland. And he, uh, he'd had a couple of silver bullets yesterday, and he went to sure. ball game, and he, but and the the, tra- the Raiders fans travel great. Uh, I was in Nashville Saturday night, and saw just gr- droves of them around the downtown area, and um, my buddy was tailgating. I didn't go to the game; I stayed at home. But he uh, he called me after the game, and he was. You know, he wasn't crying, but he wasn't happy. I mean, he was just like, "We're terrible," you know. And I said, "Well, you know what? It, it, it's." I mean, how, there's, how there's only lo- one way to go, and that's up. Oh, right? How much longer are they going to give Derek Carr? I don't. You know what I mean? Like it, they've tried this now for what eight years. You know, you got some quarterbacks coming up in this next draft that you would want to be the face of your franchise, especially in, in Vegas. Imagine mm-hmm. Bryce Young as the guy in Vegas at that new stadium. Well, you know, and and let me tell you what, and some of these owners, and you've seen it in the past, they might not admit it. Oh yeah, but I know they, where you're they, going. Yeah. They start out zero and three, zero and four, zero one and one and six, one and seven. You know what they're thinking about? They're thinking about that first pick. That's right. They're thinking about that first pick. We've seen it happen with the Titans and the Texans. Uh, maybe I don't want to say seven or eight years ago, and one of them, I think the Texans just tanked the game. They, they that they, was when they drafted Vince Young, if I'm not mistaken. Was that not? Was that? I, I, was that that I, I'm year? not really sure, but all I know there was there was some shenanigans going on. Well, the Dolphins got investigated and, for it, and uh, yeah, yeah, because of uh, their last their last uh, head coach, Flores, Brian Flores, that they let go, right? Right, and that's still tied up in court. And and yeah. he he accused them that they offered him a hundred grand to, 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 to take to take games there yeah. towards the end of the season, so they could get a a better a better pick, a better draft draft picks so well yesterday's yesterday's winners were let's go let's run down the list uh as we head towards the end of the show green bay was a winner their defense played well of course they were playing against they were at tampa bay um and tampa bay did not have godwin uh, he's he's been jacked up uh, he did not they didn't have a mike evans suspended but they brought in cole cole beasley like you told me at the break yeah a little slight guy did he didn't do bad he had a couple of catches a couple of big catches to convert on a thir- uh, fourth and short uh for a guy that was on the street this time last week right not bad and so uh, over the years you know i, I want to say that this is like the fourth time that a Bra- that a brady Rodgers matchup has happened. This might have been only the fourth or fifth game in in all the years that these guys have been playing. Could, could you not? I was watching that game on my phone. Could you not imagine what a Super Bowl between, or not a Super Bowl, but an uh, NFC Championship uh, game between Brady and him would be like? It would be incredible. Absolutely, it would be. Incredible. I mean, the chess match. 
matches of, of, of chess matches. As far and we, as and we've game. seen it. We saw Tampa Bay go to Green Bay two years ago and get the win. There so, you go. Yeah. So, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay defense were definitely winners yesterday as Green Bay defeated Tampa Bay. The Atlanta Falcons with Marcus Mariota, and I've got on a Marcus Mariota today in the studio. I've got on a Raiders. inaugural season Raiders jersey uh, with number eight. Maybe Black Jersey still had him, yeah. Uh, and uh, for that, when Mariota was at the Raiders last year, so uh, but he's at the Falcons now, and they won twenty twenty seven twenty three over Seattle. Um, two teams that are probably equally Bad. mediocre. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. Uh, I mean Seattle's got Geno Smith. That's that's all you had to say. I mean they got that's Geno, all you had to say. Geno Smith's been on every team. Every team. He, where was he at? West Virginia. West Virginia. And Rich, then he, Rich Rodriguez. Then he's yeah. Then he's been on like every team in the NFL. And, and finally, uh, Pete Carroll. They get rid of Russell Wilson, who's having a tough time in Denver. I mean he. Yikes. He yeah. He. I mean he's, he's, had a, fa- he's had a rough, I'm about rough to couple bench of him years. on my fantasy league team. He's had a couple of rough years, man. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, you know, I see what's he, he I understand what happened. It's just not. It might be time for him to go. And then Denver jumped on him, act like he's. But I'm telling you, Denver, Denver's got some problems. They can't, they can't score any. They're lucky they went up against a Garoppolo San Francisco last night. Right. He does, uh, he looks rusty. He looks like he is, but not, he wasn't mentally prepared for this. But if yet. you, but if you watch that game last night. When it counted, he drove that team right down the field and got the touchdown. Are oh, you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about Wilson. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it was just kind of amazing because he did absolutely nothing the whole game until they needed him to come down and, and score a touchdown. That's what he did. And I thought Jimmy G might be able to drive him down, get him in field goal range. But again, he looks out of sync. Him and Debo Samuel, not you know, Kittle, uh-huh. Kittle was back, but they looked out of sync. Okay, the Dolphins, they're 3-0, and o, baby. That is Tua, and you pronounce it Tagovailoa, okay? Tua Tagovailoa. That's the way it's pronounced. And Tua, from the University of Alabama, thank you very much, is uh, defeated the Bills 21-19. And if uh, we, didn't, we didn't get that game locally. And I, I hate that. We don't ever get to see this. We know we always get like the Saints and like we get we get Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I mean, we could we could just as easy watch the Bills and and why can't we watch the Bills in Miami? I, here agree, I agree. I hate that the uh, direct TV ticket deal is just exclusively with them. I think it's terrible. I think it's the NFL. If the NFL told you, Drake, for 20 bucks for the whole year, you can pick any game you want to watch each week, you would pay it, right? Absolutely. Exactly. I'd be all over that. But exactly. anyway, the, the fit, so it, it got down with about two minutes to go. The, the uh, Dolphins are, are leading 21-17. They're up by four, two minutes to go in the ballgame, and they have to punt out of their own end zone. The punter kicks the ball, and it hits one of the protectors, the guys that are kind of halfway between the line of scrimmage and the punter, in the butt, and it ricochets out of the back of the end zone. So that's a safety. Correct. And so that means the Bills that get two points added, 21-19, and then the Dolphins have to punt to the Bills with right at two minutes to go in the ball game, down by two points. So, you know, Josh Allen, all they got to do is get in field goal range, and they could not capitalize and do it and the fins held on um and which was a huge divisional win um uh, in that afc east um 
All right, other winners. Lamar Jackson, a 37-26 over, win over New England. Lamar is still without that long-term deal, but, buddy, he is making a, he is making a statement for a long-term deal. He had four touchdowns and 107 yards rushing yesterday and one rushing touchdown. Uh, he's had 10 TDs in the last three games. Um at Indianapolis, the Colts hang on against Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes throws a late interception uh, deep in Indy territory with second, seconds left. Um, and now Indianapolis is, get this, 1-1-1. One, one, and one. The Bears end up beating the Texans yesterday, 23-20. And Roquan Smith, the linebacker from Georgia, had 16 solo tackles. And one interception. That is being that's that's wow. that's earning your money. Now the losers yesterday in the NFL. Chargers got whooped up on by the Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty eight to ten. The Chargers are now one and two. In that a- AFC West, the Chargers are one and two, and the Raiders are zero and three. And those are the two teams that preseason were picked up towards the top of that division. Um, Arizona's office, Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. What? They've got a two hundred thirty million dollar contract in, or, or two hundred thirty million dollars tied up in Kyler Murray, and they lost at home twenty to twelve. They get twelve points out of Kyler Murray and the offensive genius of Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. He's pulling an Albert Hainsworth. He played great last year, got his big contract, and now he's like, yeah, I'm good. And so the jet, and so that's yet to be seen. But the Arizona offense is a loser. Uh, another loser is the Jets, uh, twenty-seven to twelve. I, I I told you early Sunday. I saw the Cincinnati taking care of business. I mean, you know what I mean? They had to go. They had to go to the Jets and take care of business. They had to. They were six and a half point favorites and probably moved to seven some places. They win by fifteen, twenty-seven to twelve over the Jets. We talked about Josh McDaniels earlier. Um, you know. I don't know, and you're right. I, I don't know what they're going to do about Derek Carr. I don't know. I don't know how much longer they're going to hang on to him. How much longer are you going to put up with that? But, I mean, if you go out and get Devontae Adams and you're still not scoring points uh, consistently and putting the ball in the end zone or at least getting consistently in the field goal range uh, with Carlson as one of the best kickers in the NFL, then you're – I don't know. It's tough. It's not good. All right, the Magic 8 ball. We've got the Cowboys at plus one, or I've seen it at a pick at some places. But uh, they are visiting the New York Giants tonight, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Um, The Magic 8 ball tonight, folks, it came up with the Dallas Cowboys. Brace yourselves. I know. It came up with a Dak Prescott-less Dallas Cowboys tonight on the pick it's Monday night football so if you if you have faith in my magic eight ball that's been extremely hot over the past couple of weeks go with the Cowboys put a little put a little bit of change just something fun to watch the game with don't bet the house don't bet next month's rent just have a good time with it. that's what the sports gambling is all about just having a good time I am Drake Colley he is Clayton the Claw Harris. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We will be back on with the same show on Thursday at 4 o'clock, and we will talk to you then. Have a good week.